I don't think his arm is weak as fuck. Like, it would not be, like, shaking because I'm like, oh, I can't hold this gun any longer. <laughs> it's due to his emotions for sure. Welcome to The Story Thinker, a Webtoons and Witcher podcast for superfans with scene-by-scene analysis. Featuring sharp co-hosts for a fuller picture, we dive deep into character psychology, relationships, and theories. We'd love it if you could like, subscribe, comment, and rate us on all podcast platforms and social media. For bonus content, you can support The Story Thinker on Patreon. Let's begin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 116 of Midday Populan, and today we are here with Darla. Hi, guys. Okay. I'm solo dolo today with Mindy. <laughs> yep, and Darla gets to see Tora in his element. In his glory, <laughs> in his, what he's made for. Let's be real. Yeah, but we're, we're also going to talk about the emotions that he goes through here, because there's a lot that he experiences that, you know, Lily is showing us. So there's the outside. Very sexy to some, you know, to people like Darla who love that. And you know, yes, like that's just what I live for. But but we will talk about emotions too. Emotions count as well. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. So I guess starting with the first panel here, we see some boots absolutely shaking. So literally shaking his boots, right? Literally, yes, exactly. Literally shaking his boots. So step. So here we are. Second panel. Going somewhere, bro. And here we see this gun pressed up against the back of this sweating shark's neck here. Put it's that down, Tora. You got some balls pulling the gun on your clan mate in front of your superiors. And here we see him in his glory. You mean pulling a gun on my clan mate in front of his old man? <gasps> right, Damien? He's staring at me. Um, so here we, secrets revealed. We have Sharge is apparently someone's son. And who do we see in the background right there? It's Martin. Crazy. So Crazy. It sounds as though like everyone knows that he's his son right we just were the, the readers didn't know that shark was martin's son right and uh, do you do you think there's any resemblance there mindy um not really they both have like brown hair light skin uh martin has brown eyes and what's his name has right i mean they're both drawn right. by lily so like in that sense they look alike but yeah yeah right well reasonably yeah. like reasonable <laughs> So, okay, here we go. Sucks when it happens to one of your own, huh, Martin? And uh, here we see Shark sweating, sweating like crazy. I'm and not surprised, though, that there's like a father-son relationships in the mafia, because I feel like if you're in the mafia, it's kind of difficult to separate your personal life from that. And like you maybe like your whole life is devoted to the mafia. So like your kids are also in it. I don't know. I, I I wouldn't know from firsthand experience. That's just my guess. Like I'm not surprised. Well, yeah. And then the, there's that nepotism right there too. Like, you know, what is going to happen um, eventually with Vincent and then down to Quincy, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it, it's clear. Like the bloodline is what 
what really matters mm -hmm. um, at the end of the day in the, in the mafia. Okay, so here we see Vincent, hands on his hips. Tor, what the hell is all this about? Martin absolutely shaking in his boots with like, what is he doing? Like biting on his lip in anger. So before we, before you read the rest of this episode, did you feel sympathy for Martin over here? No. No? <laughs> no, I don't. Because I don't have any emotional attachment to him. Um, you know, sorry you got a shit son. Who's a... <laughs> <laughs> you know total uh double crossing um you know pos piece of shit <laughs> i mean he takes after his father like his father is not exactly the nicest guy i mean even just this whole comic so oh yeah totally best <laughs> yeah. absolutely all right so the next panel we see torah take a look for yourself and here he has a photograph we can't see what it is yet so it's blank appearing to us as readers and to um the clan elders here we have the clan elders oyun and what what's the ivan. dude's name mindy uncle ivan huh uncle ivan i was gonna say the skunk guy <laughs> <laughs> um well, all right Mulan, so <laughs> yes Oh, right. I almost forgot those two are father and son. Are they really? No, I'm wondering, are they really, like, skeptically? Does she know something that we don't? Like, does she know the mom? I mean, like <laughs> yeah. I feel like, for me, like, yes, they're, it, obviously the characters are drawn by Lily, but, like, I wouldn't, we didn't know that they were at all related. Like, I don't think they look alike um very much so obviously i would think shark to take after his mama so and we don't know how she looks like and who knows if she's going to appear you know um but yeah whatever I, I, they both shitheads are related to each other um all right come now you shouldn't mix personal with clan marcus Look at your boss, Vincent. If he can do it, you can too. His name's Martin, not Marcus. Giggle. Banana fanafo farting. And then... <laughs> I feel like she's like an older lady. And what kind of joke is that? It's like a... I mean, you know, it... it I, I'm having flashbacks to my childhood because my sister would call me, like, would use that word. Really? She'd call me. Yeah. I never, totally. yeah, I, thing. I never heard of this phrase before yes my sister would always call me stuff like that but it you know that's just like being the younger sibling um so I wasn't quite clear when you know um Ivan said look at your boss if he can do it you can do it too how did he not mix personal with clan by by saying Quincy could ascend like I wasn't um I don't know. I I don't know. Uh, I feel like how is that? How is that looking at Vincent as a as an example? I mean, it's clear that he mixes personal with clan. His Quincy is his son. 
I know, right? That's what, that's right? what I, I wasn't quite clear what that meant either. Like, it's okay. I, I know I, I don't read extreme into depth of like I'm not like patty level analysis <laughs> I'm more like surface level <laughs> let's look at the hotness <laughs> um okay so here we see Vincent picking up the photograph off the floor maybe you should here's your husband oh, oh you, something. you know how I so Vincent responded his name's Martin not Marcus which at first I was like, wow, that sounds like a really considerate move on Vincent's part, you know, to like make sure he's addressed by his proper name. But Vincent's not like a nice guy like that. So then I realized he's probably doing that because the, you know, um, Uncle Ivan and Oyun. Oyun. Not, I keep saying Ula. Uncle Ivan and Oyun are like putting down Vincent all the time and mocking him with like, oh, your office is small, blah, blah, blah. So he's responded because they're showing disrespect by not even knowing the names of his like most important clan members yeah like, and clearly Hello. dismissing him like not giving total shits about this this rando guy by him um yeah. so it's like super offensive so he's trying to it, like, is. Dignity. it is but Vincent kind of deserves it right yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so continuing on, we have Vincent picking up the photograph. Which, by the way, Mindy's, is also Torah showing his, like, dominance? Because he just threw that picture on the floor for Vincent to bend down and take it. Oh, did he really? I thought it just, like, somehow, like, fell. I know, right? Because he's holding it, but then it's on the floor. So it's like, who's mm. making the power move over there? Mm-hmm. Interesting. So here is Mindy's husband. Maybe you should ask if he's had plans to betray his plan lately, Dad. Who's this man, Sharge? What man? Those photos must be doctored, Vince. We still see Tora with his arms still pressed against um, the gun, pressed against uh, Sharge's head. And then we see Vince still looking at the photograph. Doesn't seem doctored to me, Sharge. Why are you so nervous? Of course I'm nervous. He's holding a fucking gun to my head. Put the gun down, bro. We can talk about this. And then um, we see... Like, everything is getting dark around him. And like you could tell Tora is getting into like this dark state. And we'll right. see what happens. But like his, his vision is narrowing. You know, everything is becoming dark around him. Right. And here, here's the part where it's like a flashback. Um, so here are Tora's inner thoughts and what he's hearing inside his own head. You wouldn't pull the trigger. I'll tell my dad if you do. Tell you, dad. And what's a dead man going to do for you, huh? My dad's not dead. He's alive. Alive? Are you talking about Vince? So Vince is your new dad now, just because he gives you food and shelter. Ew. And then we see how this evil younger Martin just degrading Tora in this disgusting way. Ugh, it's so cruel. It's so heart heartbreaking. Tora once considered Vincent his dad. That's like, wow. I know, like it's so heartbreaking in itself because 
clearly, you know, back in the other chapters, we learned that Tori was like a street kid. Um, from what we know, apparently he's some like orphan, um, you know, and Vince picked him up. God knows why truly, but maybe just, you know, to, to train him into a, a mafia um, hitman, whatever. Um, so yeah, so it was, it's kind of interesting that we see um, this flashback of his thoughts. And That's also, rich. You know, oh, yeah, go ahead. How deprived like baby Torah must have been because Vincent probably was not really that nice to him, but you know, he gave him, like Martin says, food and shelter. So Torah's just latched onto him because that's what kids do. Like they need an authority adult figure in their life to take that parent role, even if they're not the best, like there's better someone than no one, at least in their minds. So it's just doubly tragic that he's not even being treated well and he still regards him as a father. <sighs> right. I know. It's it's so sad. Um, but yeah. Sorry, I have my Damien crying at me. Hmm. And Martin <laughs> is like such a crazy person. Like who could, who does this with a kid? Like who derives pleasure from bossing around a kid? Only someone who's like so immature and like and mean. someone so pathetic that you feel the need to have to pick on someone literally mm, a quarter of your size how sad is that like wow you, you're you really stoop that low martin you yeah. just suck you just suck mm -hmm. that's rich wait till vince hears about this ha <laughs> ha and then uh we have the next panel of baby torah just crying his eyes out buggers coming out he he looks so adorable, but it's such a sad um, situation as well. Mm, he's all dirty. He's, he's all dirty. He's a gun pointed at his head. Yes, this gun pointed to his forehead. He's like, no, no, you know, it, it's just so cruel. Who does that? And mind you, it's it's not a toy gun. This is a real gun. Okay. So traumatizing. Super traumatizing. And then here we see that bang. And so I'm assuming Martin is pulling the trigger with 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 no bullets in it, though, right? So it still oh. makes the sound. Oh, um, interesting. I thought it was like verbal because because it has the quote marks around it. So I thought he was just like boom, like he just said it. Said it. I mean, and and that's the, what maybe I'm assuming that's happening um i don't know if martin is literally saying bang he could be you mm -hmm. know just for uh mind fucks with torah you know but he could have easily actually pulled the trigger and not had anything in the chamber so that could that's scary in itself too yeah terrifying and then we have torah baby torah crying uh screaming and martin laughing his hysterically i yeah. i'm giving you training now kid someone's got to teach you what happens when the trigger is pulled bang 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 and we see tora just crouched uh sitting oh my gosh blocking his head in fear no stop it and martin just 
laughing hysterically still with that gun pointed to his head. So I think um, I think here, Mindy, with the whole narration of someone's got to teach you and the triggers actually pulled, I, I think he really was pulling the trigger, which is mm-hmm. which totally sucks. That's even scarier. He's like, he's like, he looks like four years old over here. Like, exactly. right? The How do you do that to a little child? Uh, okay, so then we have this blackness. So Torah is is his thoughts are just turning black. It's it's almost like he's losing it. And then we have the quote of, "Don't go out. We need you." And we have that flashback of Poppy Light lighting the candle in that one, um, I, I guess we call it lantern, I, I don't know what to call that, in his, in Tor's backyard. Which, oh, this just shows like what an influence she has on him. When, you know, when he's in his darkest moments, he thinks about her and the light that she brings in his life and the faith that she has in him. Yes. So she totally brings that light um, in him that keeps him from going on and from not um, going into that dark side, which that's what we would hate for him to do because, you know, when someone goes black, they're capable of doing anything that's just terrible to themselves or other people. And we we want to avoid that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then here we see him absolutely huffing and puffing, sweating. We see Sarge puffing and puffing as it's well. Laura's arm is shaking. And I'm kind of assuming that it's not because he's been holding it out for a while. Like he seems to be more well exercised than that, but he, he is shaking. So uh, do you think it's because of his emotions? I think it's because of his his emotions. I don't think his arm is weak as fuck. Like it would not be like shaking because I'm like, oh, I can't hold this gun any longer. <laughs> it's due to his emotions for sure. Um, you know, because he's thinking of that whole time where Martin, which is Sarge's dad, doing basically what he's doing right now to Sarge. And um, he's getting that flashback because he clearly thought that his he was going to die when he was a child. He thought that he was going to die at the hands of this evil man, Martin, which is Sarge's dad, who is watching this whole situation. So it's like, hmm, Martin is going to watch his son potentially die at his hands. He definitely did that on purpose. This is his way, you know, 20 years later to get back at Martin for what he oh, did. Oh, yes. And, you know, that is that is like crazy energy because I'm like, you know, when you hold like a grudge against somebody, it, it can last for ages and eternity. And it's like, oh, the fact that he got that this moment back is just so... Um, so wonderful yes it's just wonderful Mm -hmm. and then here we actually see the photograph revealed and you know all right so we who do we see here we see mr lamb from uh season one and starch in his 
with homie exiting the hotel that they were in the hotel right um some hotel area it's the hotel or the restaurant a hotel or restaurant some fancy schmancy place and that's um that's but i think this was the hotel later on i think so i i can't remember that far back i'd have to i'd have to reread for sure um but yeah that's the photograph that's showing i thought i thought mindy was gonna be uh I thought it was gonna be, um, you know, his his lover. I thought it was gonna be like, oh my god, Tora somehow got a camera in that basement. <laughs> oh my god, no, Louise, Louise would have been the one to do it. <laughs> oh, who's that? Oh, Louise. Ooh, <laughs> right. And I'm like, maybe that was on the SD card. I don't want to see it. Like, <laughs> I know. Um, I know most people don't want to see it, but if, if it does exist, I'm open to looking at it. Maybe a secret garden. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I highly doubt she would, but you know, who Take knows? Who knows? Make them a secret garden. <laughs> right? Oh, that would Oh, well, we know some people like Vincent, that. so. <laughs> oh, we know Emily. That's her husband. Right. I've so far never heard anyone express that level of attraction to, you know, Shark and Gill, but you never know. Well, I, I'm not, I'm not attracted. It's mainly for like humor. Yes, that's, that's true. <laughs> I do think Shark and Gill, but yeah. Yeah. And that's, yeah. Most people in this, in this comic are attractive. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. So I guess I'll take over from here and, um, Vincent's holding this up and then Shark, at this point, Tora doesn't have his gun on him. Shark says, wait, that man isn't. And then he stops himself and he he's all nervous and he's shaking. He's like, uh, that, I mean, and Vincent looks super angry and he starts crumpling up the picture and Gil, that's uh, not Gil, Quincy is like, mm -hmm. not this man. I do beg your pardon. And then he has like this smirk on his face and he says, were you conspiring against our clan with someone else? So smart. So it, it, smart. I don't forget that. it. Like, what's the problem with him being with Lamb? Like, is there a problem? Well, I think because Sharch was obviously thinking that the photograph was probably of Gil. Mm. And so he's like, um, and so when he finally saw that photo, he's like, uh, uh, um, wait, that man isn't. Uh, uh, that I I mean you know meaning he's like that's not the man that I'm conspiring against with you yeah like oh oh that's just you know he he clearly had some sort of um conscience yeah thing. and he jumped to conclusions of what he thought who would be in the photo mm. so I think that is probably why Quincy would say something like that mm. He like gave himself away, even though there was no reason for that to yes, happen. Yes, absolutely. So that was really smart. Yep, that's good. And Shark is like in total panic mode. I've never seen him look like that. He's like, it's not what you think, Vince. And Tora's just, you know, <laughs> arms crossed, giving him a look because I think, well, I was gonna say Tora doesn't respect people who double cross their clan, but then again. You know, Tora does that to the Bolt Human Clan, so whatever. Right. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit. Yeah. So, and now we go back to like how we obtained that picture. We have a flashback, 
when Quincy is in that adorable maid outfit, they're sitting around the table with Tora and, and Poppy. And Tora says, Quince, remember that scam Gil pulled and how, how we were wondering which clan Gil's been running with? And Quincy says, the one you told me about after I met him in person? Tora says, yes, that one. Because guess whose number came up in Gil's phone records? Not that I give a shit, but it looks like we got a pigeon stool in our clan. So, okay, so this is how they discovered that Gil, I guess, was in communication with Shark. Right. right. Those records. So I'm assuming, um, you know, uh, Ronzo. What's his other name? Gayo. Gayo. Yes, Gayo. Of course, he had to. He had to help see that right. through. I'm still that. not quite guessing. Like just because Shark talked to Gil, why would that mean that he's betraying the clan? You know, I mean, Gil's a person. Like, how does that how does that show anything about betraying the clan? I mean, I don't think Gil would have any sort of involvement with the Balkman clan. Right? So he's like this complete rando that Shark keeps getting getting in contact with uh probably on a regular basis so um that's obviously a red flag is it maybe Gil Gil then has the the notebook and that information is something that like the clan wants and because he's not giving over the notebook information to the clan that's like yes yes all the notebook is is what everyone is going after and the fact that um we have Sarch getting in contact with the person that has the notebook now, maybe now, or I don't know what he could have done with it. Um, oh, I guess we could talk a little bit about some theories going on about where the notebook is. Um, I, I think I, forgive me, Patty, if I am wrong, but we talked about this a little bit. And so she is saying, um, that she wouldn't be surprised if like Gil and his whoever whoever is working under Gil um you know took all the information down from the notebook anyone can like take pictures of that you know super fast mm -hmm. all the information and then planting it back into Poppy's apartment mm -hmm. um so that could have been where the notebook is placed now mm -hmm. I don't think Gil would have the hard copy of the notebook now um I think it's easily you can easily dispose of that mm -hmm. you know um for your own safekeeping but as long as you have all that information whether it be Xerox copies for us old timers and like um <laughs> <laughs> photographs scanned sheets whatever you have the information in there so it doesn't even matter you don't need the notebook anymore mm -hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, that's interesting. So Quincy back on the flashback continues. You mean a stool pigeon? Yeah, whatever, you mafia nerds. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, um, was referenced in an earlier conversation. He's like, Hey Pops, how exactly did you convince Mr. Lamb that Shark was up to no good? And Poppy is like just besotted <laughs> with Torah. She is just staring at him. Oh her. yeah, she is totally just absolutely in love with what she's seeing right now yeah she's got bedroom eyes <laughs> yes she sure does 
And she says, I took a photo of Mr. Shark and Mr. Lamb outside the hotel and emailed it to Mr. Lamb because Shark looked creepy as heck. Like, I don't really get that because she took a photo when Mr. Lamb was literally looking at Shark there. Like, what's the difference if there's a photo? He was right there. <laughs> so, okay. Anyway, whatever. And she said, I think Mr. Lamb saw the photo and figured out the rest on his own. Wait, and okay. So, okay. Uh, right. Remember that panel that Lily put in that scene when they exit the building and oh when they're smiling where he goes like this yes where, where now he, so okay so all right I I know my mind isn't like 100% all there right now but <laughs> I wonder is that does the photo show this part because yes that's when he looked creepy as fuck mm. and um you know, obviously when he does this, it's like, all right, I'm going to off this old dude yeah. in front of me. So I wonder, I mean, it would make sense if that was the picture that she took. So, this photo doesn't have it, but let's just pretend that, that that's the photo Poppy gave. I wish it did. Ah, it would make more sense. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. But you know what? If 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 uh, Mr. Lamb is any good at reading people like how Poppy is, I think he would have the evil aura that's emanating from shark from the photo maybe he just needed someone external to tell him you know yeah like this dude's weird you need to not be close to him mm. yeah and tora asked do you still have that photo can you send it to me might come in handy in the future he's like mm -hmm. but there's like a close-up of her face that's just her face <laughs> really cute super cute and then um oh you and is like crisscross squeeze I've never heard that expression before. Have you? I, okay. Someone commented, I, I'm not sure where I saw it from. Was it on Facebook or Webtoon comment? I don't remember, but someone said it was a bridge from a, from playing bridge. Yeah. I, the card game. I, I don't even box. know. I don't understand. I still don't understand it. So I was like, okay. I guess it's like one <laughs> or like you you got your opponent. Oh, okay. So that's the gist of it. Okay. So. That's cool. And Ivan's like, you're aging yourself, darling. And Vince is like, take your son away. I'll deal with him later. Shark's like, no, wait, it was a setup. Martin's like, shut your mouth, boy. Oh boy. So we have a parallel. Both fathers are telling their sons you know shut up like you're embarrassing me mm -hmm. Quincy last time and now martin's telling quinn vince um shark in a situation that was caused by quincy so it was kind of yeah. like coming around and he says we've been humiliated enough for today which is very similar again to what vincent said mm -hmm. and now um some of the guards are like madam everything okay we heard the gunshot but you texted us to stay put outside and know you and says yes yes everything's fine just get rid of those two dingbats lying in that corner so i'm a little confused because as far as we saw last episode only um yeah dory was shot and like what's his and, name was still alive uh, yes and yeah. that's what i was gonna talk to you about and it was like okay is green-haired guy dead too he was alive last last episode i think it's just a little bit of a continuity error honestly but mm. Or feeling hmm. to show us that he also got shot. Hmm. I know. I would love to see that as a as some validation, um, but who knows? He he could be alive though, because I would think that 
just to be smart about things. Um, I would keep him alive as a way to be the person to kind of like, you know, you can go yeah. out there in the world and tell people, hey, hey, let's not fuck with this shit anymore because, you know, homie Adori right here, he got he got shot by uh or he he's he ain't here anymore. So um let's let's not fuck with this anymore. Right, as a but um but who knows? Uh I guess we'll get some more confirmation later on. So um, someone else, one of the other clan elders says, well, Vince, it appears your concerns may now be put to rest. Sending this play of teamwork between those capable young men at Quinston. So yeah, so they're basically saying Quince did a great job. He's fit to be clan leader. He's fine with the violence. He's smart enough. He's got the street smarts. He's got the people skills. You know, mm -hmm. he's good. Which is a very, you know, good work on the part of Torah and Quincy to show that level of, you know, capability. Right. You know, to do it in front of the clan elders so they get their approval, they get their, you know, kind of stamped that this is okay. Right. And to show no fear, you know, no fear, no resistance. That's that's what it takes to be, let's just say a king, I, you know, whatever, mob boss. Um, but yeah, no fear. And even though, it, I, was it last episode when, when Quincy's like, you know, I can't... I, I'm paraphrasing. I can't stand the sight of blood, but like I have my homie right here that can. So hey, why not? Which is yeah. amazing teamwork. Mm -hmm. Each one of you does what the other person can't do. <laughs> yes, that's such a balance, yin and yang. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, Quit. You know, Quincy is like Mr. Bright. Even his outfit is like old light. His hair, obviously, and Tora is like the dark. Right. It's like very clearly yeah. reflected there. Their character Such design. Beautiful balance. You need balance in life. The the light and the dark. Mm -hmm. And Quincy says, "You're most kind, Grand Uncle Luke." And just Vincent is like, "Oh, his back is towards them. He is feeling edged out. He is feeling useless. He is feeling overridden, out of control. This is like his life falling apart." And um, the other clan elder says, this mustn't be delayed any further. We have our plans for our heir. Big plans. Time critical plans. You understand? Yes. All right. So what's that? What kind of plans is he talking about? Uh, amazing plans. Amazing plans for the future. I wonder if that has to do with Poppy somehow. Meaning like the family, the side of the family that Poppy comes from, which may be plan related. Mm. <laughs> um okay it uh, all right so i i can't give off like a spoiler right now because we haven't gotten there um okay. well it's like i feel like whatever's gonna happen later on has to deal with um like Quincy thinking about others bef before himself. Mm -hmm. um, like, I think those people, Poppy, Tora, all these other people involved, I think he's thinking about their safety um, before his own um, happiness. And I think uh, 
you know, this whole crazy elders coming to the clan elders coming together to um, meet with Vince is um, the whole reasoning um, behind this is because Quincy is thinking about the safety of other people before himself. Yeah, I think so. I think that's a part of it, especially to protect Poppy. Yes. Especially. Right. Well, An innocent bystander. Yeah, I'm kind of wondering how it will run the mafia with trying to be moral. How will that work out? Mm, I don't know, girl. I don't think there's really, you know, too much morals when it comes to the mafia, but it's kind of like you have to like put reasoning behind the things you choose to do. Hmm. Yeah, I think we'll, I guess we'll see. I wonder if there, do you think that Quincy's going to try to eventually just deconstruct the whole clan and make it collapse? Like, hmm. would make it collapse per se I feel like that's too big of a too big of a task to do mm-hmm. but I feel like you know like if you think of like yakuza's in Japan and stuff like um there's the the famous name is still out there like it's still there their businesses are on buildings and et cetera, et cetera. But it's like, I think he, I think Quincy would be more so uh, wanting to change the reputation instead of like dismantling the whole thing. Dismantling the whole thing, I think is too big of a task right now. Mm -hmm. So changing the way it operates also. Yes. I think that that makes sense. You know, maybe using it as a mechanism for good somehow. Mm -hmm. Yes okay that's cool but yeah i think i think it's also i'm like looking forward to seeing what this time sensitive plan is so and another clan elder says well we'll take our leave now but we look forward to the ascension ceremony so we'll have ceremony soon speaking of which vincent we received news of some leaked video footage scandal within the city and this is just like so pissed off because he's been trying to get this notebook for forever and he was like his whole thing now this meeting was like he was gonna admonish Cora for not doing it. And he's like, and as our current standing clan leader, we trust you'll take the necessary action to maintain your public image and reputation. Yes. Right, because the other clan leader got totally destroyed with this information from the notebook. Yeah. So he's like, by any means necessary, he has to take care of his image. Mm-hmm. And Torah now says he's on his phone and he says, I'll take care of this for Vincent by tonight. And Vincent's mm-hmm. like, whirls around he's like tonight so you know where because he's been pounding him forever and he hasn't responded that's and kind he- of so cute honestly like yeah. i know this is like a bad guy but it's kind of a cute reaction from him yeah yeah he does i mean he's also a handsome gentleman so it just looks nice and torah does not turn around does not meet his eye he's just totally speaking from over his shoulder and he's like i'll look in and get rid of it yeah she says he'll do it Meanwhile, you see someone on his right saying, grab his leg. So obviously they're talking about like Yadori and maybe Nicholas. Yeah, and then yeah. like, keep me posted, which is again, him trying to reassert his authority over Tora because until now he's been, you know, keeping Tora on a leash. And now right. Tora is just showing, he's totally brushing him off. 
He's like, I'm not turning around for you. I'm just like barely responding to you. And Vincent's right. angry and he's like upset at him. He's like, hello, like we, why, where's our relationship gone that you're not afraid of me, you know? Mm-hmm. And Tora just doesn't even respond, just gives him like this little glare. Sexy side eye. Yep. And he just slams the door. Like, F you, Vincent. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And everyone else in the room is just like staring around. And this other person's like, excellent. Looks like Vinny's in good hands with Tora around, which is another insult to Vincent, by the way, just like showing how Tora is a good and skilled at what he does. And it's, ha, that's the way to go, boys. Teamwork. Uh, bygones be bygones, yes. Uh, and Quincy is now super worried. And he's like, he's going to what? Because obviously this was not part of the plan that he and Tora discussed before. So he doesn't right. know what Tora's going to do. Yeah. So, so to quote someone's comment in the in webtoons, Torres going rogue. Yeah, he he is. Um, he he has a mind of his own right now. And it's I think he's just at the point where it's like, you know what? D-Day is coming. Yeah, okay. Uh, you know, so all right, my mind is not all there. So it was last episode, right? That mm-hmm. Quincy's like, okay, I'm gonna be leader of Baltimore's plan soon, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, cool. So you talk freely. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I just think um, Tora is just—he's all gas, no brakes when it comes to this D-Day situation. Like, mm-hmm. you know what? Let's take care of this journal situation. I'm gonna go out there right now because um, I. I know where it is. I'm gonna or no, sorry, it's not the notebook. Um, Vince's Vince's proof, the video leakage, right? Oh, um, I, I think he is talking about the notebook because the notebook apparently contains information that could blackmail or you know malign all the clan leaders. And you know, he just told him, make sure you don't get vindi- you know, indicted by this notebook. Oh, okay. So so but I'm assuming for this um of what Tor is leaving for. It's this uh, the leaked video footage scandal within the city. So I'm wondering if that's uh, separate from the notebook situation. Well, the notebook actually, from what I remember, it shows the locations of all the video footage. Oh, okay. Because Goliath kept it. Remember the that's at, like in back of the Waffle House. Um, I think it was like it was that was one of the locations where he kept the videos, and the notebook just tells you where to find all the footage that he had mm. around the city. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So, you know, Tor is in that mode where he's going to, he's going to destroy whatever evidence that he can find to protect. No, I don't know what he's going to do. Like, is he yeah, going to fake a notebook? Is he going to get the notebook? Is he going to somehow not relate it to Poppy? Like, does he really know where it is? I don't know. I'm, I'm so curious. Yeah. And I, I feel like the notebook is, it leads to other pieces of evidence too mm-hmm. that uh they would have to yeah I, I think about like rpg games and i'm thinking of you know like video games where you have to like go on different missions and like go to different places to get items or i feel like this is kind of it yeah. like you have to go to different locations and get this evidence get this evidence and then you get to the main goal which mm-hmm. I think is the whole notebook itself. 
Yeah, it looks like we're finally, I hope, it looks like we're finally going to get our hands on the notebook if Tora finds it tonight. And we that would be so cool to see what's in it. It would. It would. It would totally be so cool. And I'm just so excited with like the, um, you know, finding out more information even about like Goliath too. Yes, Goliath. It's like joking. Is he going to show up just in every season finale and that's it? Like just <laughs> just jumping off a cliff, yeah. off the island. <laughs> um, but I'm I'm really excited to see that, and I know Lily's going to be absolutely amazing when it comes to that because she always is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Yeah, we're with lots to look forward to. It's very tantalizing. Yeah. And yeah, it's gonna come back July 7th. So I guess we'll find out then. Something. Oh, I yeah. Perfect. 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 Now I can focus on work again. <laughs> Friday, that like seven, no, is it 6 p.m. around 7 p.m. for me? I'm like, oh no, I gotta read my story. Don't bother me. I'm taking my break. And so my my mind on Friday nights are just like all over the place. And that's when I'm actually crazy busy at the store. <laughs> but I I'm like, I don't give a shit. You guys watch the vlog. Yeah. Give me 15 minutes. I'm gonna take my break, you know. Let me read my story. That's hilarious. Yeah. Dedication. Dedication, absolutely. Everyone, everyone knows. Um you know, that Darlene is obsessed with Midnight Poppyland, so give her that time so she can yeah. come back and be like, oh, my God, it's, it's, oh, and then I was talking about it with my um, coworker, Daniel, and I'm just like, oh, my God, my, my man, Tora, well, he's like, what is this story? And, like, Midnight Poppyland, he's like, let me read it. I'm like, okay, but Tora's mine, so, you know, because he, he finds mine attractive. So I'm like, no, he's mine, okay? So you can't claim him. He's like, don't worry. I know that. Tora's yours. I'll just read it, though, because I'm so curious now. And I'm like, okay. Did he like it? I, he didn't. The last time I saw him, I worked for, like, two hours yesterday just to do, like, a conference call. Uh-huh. And he was just like, how do I get to the story? I'm like, you need to download what? webtoons first of all he's like okay fine I'll do that so the, the next time I see him I guess I'll ask him okay well yeah let us know with the next podcast how Daniel is doing and if he becomes right? I'm just spreading the word spreading the word of the gospel you know midnight poppy land the most amazing story you must read it that's awesome I hope he likes it um, so what's your favorite panel? I could guess what your favorite panel is, but let's you already know. Okay, let me just go to it real quick. <laughs> of course it's this one. Yep. Duh. <laughs> it's like the most sexy. Mm-hmm. What is yours, Mindy? Oh. I don't know. Um I always like to choose something that is different because I like novelty and visual novelty. So I'm going to say Baby Torah, even though it's very sad. Oh, yeah. It's just also very cute. I do love that Baby Torah one, and too. I like this Baby Torah. You know, I just like him. He's a cute little baby. So cute. Like, okay, Mindy, like, you know, I'm not that great of, like, kid. Like, I'm not, like, a child lover. Like, not, like, a child. Uh, like, whatever. Like, okay, I don't care. But then, like, what this 
you know, when I really like someone, like even if like my um my boyfriend now, like I'll see a child picture or whatever, it's just so cute. It's really cute because you see what kind of adult they turn into, they have turned into, and then see there's just pure innocence at that time. It's yeah. just so heartwarming. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's but sad to see him like boogers and crying, but yeah, <laughs> so cute still right his that's like you know cheeks and the hair and his eyes and big 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 eyes it's adorable zero pupils at all yeah. super really cute. cute still long lashes mm -hmm. yeah i need a bath <laughs> mm. but yeah this was an exciting episode and it leaves us with you know a lot to look forward to Yes. I think um, we have a lot in store for us. So come time till July 7th, I think we can all use that mental break to be ready for what happens. Because I just think it's all gas, no breaks from here on out in this story. And it's, you know, I know lots of people are like, I miss season one where it's all time and Poppy being romantic. Well, guess what? This is a mafia romance, you guys. So we're going into the mafia mode, which mm -hmm. is like what I live for. So, um, yes, just continue yeah. on. Continue on. I'm excited. I, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks so much, Darla, for Thank you, Mindy. It was really nice. And I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, I did. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much. Have a great night. You too. Thank you. Bye. Thank you to my current patrons. Susie, Lily, Molly, Veronica, Emily, Joe Rochelle, Saucy Tuggles, Anne Rose, Alexa, Misty, Joanne, Esther, and watching you people, Emily, Jane, Kay, Lily, Beckett, Saranda, Christine, Sadie, Teresa, Mrs. Castaldo, Emma Pora, Ruby, and Robin. Your support is truly appreciated.